The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi. Hey, guys. Did you hear that? Did you hear who's back? I'm back. I'm back in Miami. With a slight cough. <laughs> no. Yo, goes to Detroit once, comes back sick. Yo, man, I think I've just been battling, like, the cold weather everywhere because whatever oh. this is... I'm not even kidding. I think that, like, you know, switching into, like, Caribbean mode and going back into, like, cold-ass, foggy, like, lack of vitamin D cities. Was there cities. sun? Huh? Was there sun there? Mm. It was, like, overcast. On days. It was actually, you know, it was, it had, there were, there were more days where the sun was peaking than mm-hmm. there, like, it only rained once. And when it did rain, it was just, like, cold. Like a cold, sad, like depressing moment of rain. Luckily, we were like already walking back. But yeah, I'm back, guys. So tell us about Detroit Rock City. Um, uh, it was fun. You know, like it was more fun than 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 I thought it would be. Honestly, like you know, the area that we were staying in, we were staying in downtown Detroit. Um, you know, has a lot of cool bars and a lot of really yummy restaurants. We mm-hmm. um, we got to visit this amazing barbecue place called mm. Slow's Barbecue. Oh my god, guys! It was I can't even. They I ordered beans. I ordered green beans. <laughs> I ordered so brisket. Any bean they had, I ordered it. Um, we had some like craft beer there. We had some cornbread. Oh my god, it was so good! And their specialty is like an array of different sauces. They had like eight different sauces. So they had like a sweet, a spicy, Ooh. a mustard, Ooh. um, uh, a so- bean sauce. <laughs> yes, but it was so good. It was recommended to us by um, by a coworker, and oh my god, what a good rep- recommendation! It was so yeah. good. Um, but so it was nice. I mean, like, were there areas that, like, we didn't visit on purpose? Uh-huh. Um, but we did go to a barcade. Oh, how was that? It was cute. It was called Ready Player One. So mm-hmm. it was really cute. Um, you know, just, like, old school, like, arcade games and, like, a bar. Nice. As you can imagine. Well, so was it, like, as fancy as the one that we went to in L.A.? Or was it more chill? Like, maybe, like, the one in Orlando? It was more like the one in Orlando, but with less machines. The one that we went to in L.A. was very fancy. You know, yeah. it was very, like, clean. Mm-hmm. This was a place... <laughs> I mean, this place was clean, too. You just had to, like... You would go downstairs. Like, it was, like, underground. Mm-hmm. Um... It was a really cute concept, and um, we met up with a former FIU employee there. Okay. Um, Andy, do you remember Andy? Yeah. yeah he yeah. he he works for Ford, and he's actually now transitioning to Fiat Chrysler. Nice. So he took us around. He met us for dinner. He took us to that Ready Player One bar. It was really fun. I mean, like, it was a really good bonding experience. We we had we came back with a lot of stories. We, like, hung out with the students. Because basically I was there because my part of my job is to help people, like, find jobs mm-hmm. now. Um, so we went to this conference that hosted, like, about 200 different employers. So, like, Google, Apple... 
Ford, obviously, um, Johnson and Johnson, um, Ernst and Young, big giant companies were all there just looking for people. Um, Nintendo was there. That's cool. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you sent us a picture. Yeah, Nintendo was. It was cool. Like they were all like just kind of holding interviews and mm-hmm. stuff, trying to fill positions. It was really, it was a really good time. So that was what most of my trip was. It was like going to the expo floor and, you know, trying to be a good support. But when we had some downtime, you know, like the thing about Detroit is that everything closes like super early. So unlike Miami. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could never, I never bought toothpaste while I was there because the CVS would close at seven. So. In what world? (laughs) At 7, I'm not even kidding. Oh, my God. And then, like, certain restaurants would also close at 7. It was Yeah, you bizarre. said that it was, like, weird because some places would close at 7, but then other places would close, like, at 2 in the morning, and they were both restaurants, right? Yeah. Like, there were... It was weird, but, so, like... What kind of nightlife did you find? They do have a nightlife. I mean, a lot of people there, um, if they... Like, there's... Because you can gamble in Detroit, so there's yeah. casinos and stuff. But a lot of people would just cross the border into Canada, and they okay. go to they go to Windsor and they like gamble there. There's a like there's like a Caesar's Palace there. Nice. I didn't go to Canada, um, but it was uh, there as an option. So a lot okay. of people do you know they gamble and stuff. A lot of people do drink. Okay. Um, and and we but we did find like a lot of like like cute little like hipster bars and there was actually this one area called the belt and it's essentially a fancy alley okay so it's like an alley with like beautiful string lights and whatever and you just kind of walk down the alley and there's like a couple restaurants here there's an art gallery there there's like another little bar there that we went to called the i keep wanting to call it the spit it's not the spit whatever it doesn't matter really cute but all in all, Detroit was good, but I was really itching to come home already because, you know, there's only so much of, like, the three blocks you're willing to walk yeah. that you want to see. Okay. But what you could see was really cute. It was nice. And, like, did you get to go out, like, during the day at any point? Because I know that most of it you were probably, like, just at the conference. Honestly, no. I was at the conference pretty much, like, early time. in the morning, come out in the afternoon, and then, like, go out for dinner, have some... I did go to a comic book store while I was there. Nice. Yeah, we walked into a comic book store uh, called Yo No Se Que. It's a beautiful name. Is it Hispanic? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, like, it was really cute. It was very, like, dc heavy like they oh, okay. only had they had like a lot of dc stuff um but they did have like all the paperbacks and the comics yeah. that you could think of um they did have little like trinkets and stuff but um i did get a pin there okay i did get a pin um and i found these like a pack of garbage pail kid stickers <laughs> real adult girl real adult no the best thing that i bought that I'm so excited to one day like play with you guys and like our little friend group was a game like a card game you mm-hmm. know and it's called we didn't play test this <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great oh god but yeah I'm already scared it's gonna be fun but that was my time how was your time while I was away I heard your episode with with Michael. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a really good episode. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, 
We have some friends that didn't take a liking to the fact that Michael can't decide on a favorite dish. <laughs> Took him too long. <laughs> um, but that's something I already knew that would happen with Michael. And yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I had to get Gabriel on here. Yeah, I wonder what topic we're going to cover. But you have to like, maybe it'll happen when you guys are in uh, Japan. Yeah, you have two whole weeks. That's true. <laughs> we better, better fill in those slots, man. God damn. Just interview all of our friends. <laughs> Basically. Take it with you to work and, and interview our coworkers. Yeah, be like, Why what not? do you do? What do you do? You do Tell that? me. How fun. That's exciting. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was an interesting week. It was a good week, like, personally. Yeah? It was interesting because of all the shit that happened. Oh, you mean, like, in the, in the, in the news? Dr. Ford and all that. Um, I feel like we're finally starting to get on the calm down of it. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. That was rough. Yeah. That was yeah. rough. I was really upset that I couldn't watch it live, and I will say Be that... happy that you couldn't watch it live, honestly. But I, w- I felt like I might as well have, because while I was walking around, like... You know, I had to have my phone on me to text mm-hmm. students and let them know, like, go here, go there, like, mm-hmm. talk to this employer. And I would, like, scroll through and find, like, your, like, live oh. play-by-play of everything going on. And I was, like, itchy to, like, get back to the hotel room and watch it. And so all I really managed to watch was uh, Dr. Ford's testimony. Because that was all I was willing to stomach. Because I really... Like, I heard about the screaming and, like, the whatever, and I was like, I don't really care about yeah, what I was to say. Like, he was intense for no reason. I mean, there, I would, there is a reason because a reason. imagine. I get it. I get it. But I just feel that, like, again, you're not on trial. Yeah. Like, let's... Yeah, let's start cool. there. You're yeah. a judge. You should know. It's not helping you to, like yell at all of these people and like have so much attitude and defense like you were a lawyer and you are a judge keep it together dude yeah didn't you go to yale because you worked your, your tail off. off and your butt off and you don't know this is just a hearing guy nah i i did most what what really upset me more about his testimony i mean i understand i can understand and i can I can empathize, well, no, I can sympathize with the fact that, like, you know, his family has probably been receiving threats and all sorts of shit. Excuse me, I'm going to be doing that a lot, and I'm really sorry in advance. (laughs) But um, while I understand that, like, as, like, a papa bear, you're going to want to, like, defend your family and whatever, what really upset me was when he started getting questioned, and you did make a good point about this in the episode that you guys aired, Mm -hmm. was how he would switch like approaches yeah and when he started telling that senator like when the senator asked him like have you ever blacked out or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was like what haven't you yeah well you've never and um i I wanted to be like i'm not the one sitting over there sir i'm not i'm not in question sir like that to me like the cuban woman in me came out because i was like I'm going to get my chancleta. You know, you're talking and back. I'm a, and I'm going to beam it at you because I'm going to show you otherwise. <laughs> no, man. With my chancleta. <laughs> like, dude, it's a question. Just answer it. You don't need to be snappy. Like, I feel that he was very defensive to all of the women that were asking him questions. 
and not as defensive to the men that were asking him questions. Like, yes, he was clear, like visibly annoyed when it was like a Democrat versus a Republican, but he was never as disrespectful to the men around the table yeah. as he was to the women around the table. It's. I mean, I know that we can go on and on about he's trash. It he is trash. trash. He's canceled. But, I mean, if we want to talk about a current aspect of this story, we could talk about how SNL yes. was had a great first episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon was a fantastic Kavanaugh, holding his 1982 calendar, which is not creepy. Again, <laughs> I feel like the only people that keep things to prove their innocence are people that are guilty of doing this. Oh, 100%. Or a hoarder, or both. And, like, do you want that to be presiding over all of these potential laws of the land? Not really. I mean, I'm not going to, like, say, like, oh, because you're a hoarder, you shouldn't serve. Wow. It's my mom. Taking calls. Every day, like, niña. It's okay. It's my language. It's fine. I'll call her after. Don't shame me, Michael. Don't shame me. Michael, you want to say hi to your audience? Yeah, everybody loves you. Okay, he doesn't want to say hi. He doesn't okay. care for how you feel about him. It's fine. Um, but I don't know what I was saying. Oh, we were talking about his calendar. Yeah, no, that calendar's <laughs> stupid. And, like, who keeps their, like, 30-year-old calendars? I hope that as things keep coming out about him, he just keeps pulling out more calendars to prove his <laughs> so. innocence. And then I also hope that he forces his wife to keep a calendar. So that she can also, like, start whipping out calendars. I just want to call them, like, the calendar family. Mm-hmm. I hope that they have, like, a whole wall, like, of just, like, laminated calendars. Like, just in case, sir, calendars. You know what was one thing for me that was surprising about his calendar? Mm-hmm. How terrible his writing is. And during a time when, when kids still learned how to write in cursive? Yeah, like, they were, like, you were, like, neat with your writing. Mm. I don't know. That just really threw me off about it. Because, like, my dad and my uncle both have very neat handwritings. Yeah, but you're talking about Cuba. I know, but still, like, they're the same age. I know, but, like, Cuba. Okay, same thing. Cursive was a standard there. Cursive was a standard here, even in the whatever year that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 1982. How could I forget? How could you forget? It was the year <laughs> that everything happened. Um, it's on his calendar. Yeah, like it just really it irked me. No, what really like, that was me. like an like an added like that was a cherry on top for me. Like, how dare you have terrible handwriting <laughs> <laughs> above everything else? One would think that you would be neater with your handwriting. Unbelievable. You think he was trying to be organized. Right. No, I think what was worse was, like, that stupid, like, description in his yearbook. That description is the dumbest thing anyone ever should have listed under them ever for any reason. It was so dumb and so long and so douchebag. Like, get out of my face, guy. Brett. Ugh, God. What a name. Whatever, man. I'm just excited. I mean, though I'm not excited that it's only a week long, I'm glad that, you know, that calls made a difference and that, you know, an FBI investigation will be conducted, sort of. I also feel that, like, you have 24 other judges or potential justices 
that you could choose from. Mm -hmm. Just cancel this one and go to the next. (laughs) I don't get it either. What's with this, like, dick swinging, dick measuring, like, bullshit? Just, you know what? They're clear. Like, if you want to prove that the left is trying to sabotage you every step of the way, then cancel this one and move to the next one. I mean, think about it. Like, in a regular job interview or, like, job process like you know yeah you go through a background check they find something fishy in your background check do they really want to like invest in you no they'll just go on to the next capable candidate you know when you're applying to a job where you're supposed to be nonpartisan, and not even that you're a a job where you're you're supposed to be there forever for life come on trash cancel no what was trash was kanye west Oh my god, great segue. Bitte! Yeah. I'm so good taking podcast Let's lessons. Let's talk about how he wants to abolish the 13th <laughs> Amendment. I want you to explain it to me because I feel stupid. Why? When I saw it, I'm like, am I stupid? Why does he want to abolish the ob- the, uh, the uh, abolishing of slavery? I read it and I did the thing. Did I read like, it wrong? I took off my glasses, I cleaned them, and then I put them back on because I was like, no. I didn't read that, right? I feel that, like, he watched the documentary 13th on mm-hmm. Netflix and got it wrong, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, well, is he, like, trying to, like, go... Is he trying to be, like, so extra by proving his initial point of, like, slavery was a choice mm. by now saying, well, you know what? We're going to abolish the 13th <laughs> Amendment. And then... If you want to be a slave, you do you. If you don't want to be a slave, like, you do you. Like, what are we trying to do here? I think Dude, I like, think when you put all of those into a bowl of the Kanye cake mix and then you add that all he wants people to feel is love, I feel like this is a weird tasting cake. Like, none of it goes together. None of it connects. None of the flavor profiles make sense with each other. But the um, one thing they have in common is that it's Kanye, and perhaps it's just not supposed to taste good because none I, of it I just makes want sense. him to explain the thought process here a little bit further because I I'm just so at a loss for I'm, it. Like like how he starts like it's all good and and love in America and like we're gonna work to like. And here's my MAGA hat, and they don't shit and silence like, to me. To abolish the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery. Like, dude, what? I what? felt like that a lot this week, because then I saw Kellyanne Conway's comments about being... I'm Look, I'm never going to question whether a woman was sexually assaulted or a victim of sexual violence. Like, that's not... Like, who am I? I just have questions about what 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 the statement was, like what the intention of her statement was in saying that, like, as a victim of sexual assault or sexual violence, I don't blame Kavanaugh or any of these other perpetrators for their actions. I'm like, is it that as a victim in general, you don't you don't say like Brett Kavanaugh is the one who, who did this to me? Because obviously he's not the one who did this to me, and as a victim, I shouldn't just assume that all of the predators are the same okay. person. I'm or am I saying that like I they shouldn't be held responsible because I did something to to invite to this behavior? I don't understand. Can you? I, what is your? What are I'm your? I'm gonna thoughts? get angry. 
Don't get angry. Don't get angry. I feel... Because, okay, so that whole bullshit with Kelly and Con- like, her bullshit statement, not her assault, because no one should have to go through that, but, like, her bullshit fucking statement came out, and then this, like, other group of, like, GOP women also came out that it was, like, the equivalent of, like, boys will be boys, basically, like, what boy hasn't assaulted a woman in high school, or what boy hasn't assaulted a girl in high school, rather, like, I got in a Facebook tiff with a really good friend of mine from high school who gave like the same bullshit thing of like oh like have you been assaulted why did it take you so long and then like you know there was like this back and forth with her some dude and me like the dude and I were both like what do you mean like it doesn't matter when like it happened and this man is applying to be in a position for life that's supposed to protect our laws you know like all these things And then at some point, she's like, you know, it happened to me and, like, I got over it. Right? And in my responses to her, like, all I ever wanted to write to her was, like, I was there every time some dude was trying to take advantage of you and, like, removed you from a fucking situation. How are you saying that, like, this is okay? Right? So I'm like, okay, at least you can acknowledge that it happened to you. So what I feel like Kellyanne Conway... (laughs) is trying to say is like it happened to be but you know what it's been so long that like i forgave and i moved on with my life she should do the same women like her or people like her that have had that been assaulted should just forgive and forget forget what it did to your life how you can't sleep how this woman now has to have a house that has two entryways so that she can feel safe in her own fucking home. Like, she is so much of a bigger person that she forgave her her abuser. And she forgot that it ever happened. Because she obviously gave her abuser the opportunity to grow and never do this ever again because that's how things work. You know, like, clearly the, the saying that goes, once a cheater, always a cheater. Doesn't uh, go doesn't for exist. Not for, for sexual assault. No. No. Um, <clears throat> no. So clearly, you know, Brett may have done this as a teenage boy, but clearly he never did it as a man. So she should just forgive and forget it, right? Like that shit makes me so fucking angry. No, and it should. I think it makes it should make everybody angry. I think. You know, I think there's something okay with everyone feeling like all these teenage boys feeling a little bit concerned about their actions and how they're going to come to the surface in mm-hmm. like how those ha- how those actions have repercussions as you get older. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think, you know, everyone, I don't think everyone gets the same like privileges to learn mm-hmm. how to be good people. I think that there are people who are raised fine by good parents yeah. who still just do shitty things. Yeah. But when you, that's part of the reason that I really enjoyed your talk with Michael because I think it can be acknowledged that, yeah, there are some things that we all do that mm-hmm. we're ashamed of in our, in our teens. But that doesn't mean that, like, good people or good men or good women, like, you know, yeah, yeah I may have assaulted a couple people, but but, I'm but it happened when I was 15. So I wasn't aware of my actions. It doesn't make it's sense. It's like I did this, these, like, shitty things, 
But look at how much be- how much of a better person I am today. Like, forget of who I was. Look at who I am today. And it's kind of like, no, you have to look at the whole thing. And like, when you're once you're shit, you're always shit. You're never not shit. Or at least you know approach it differently. Like, it's not it, the actions stu- so stupidly terrible. Perfect example. Perfect example. Sharp objects. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. That whole scene where spoilers for real. S- spoiler. 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 Mm. Um, that scene where she goes to watch beaches at like her old friend's house mm-hmm. or whatever, and one of them is married to the man that raped her when she was a teenager. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they have that whole interaction. Yep. Right where he's like, "Oh, like it's haunted me to this day," and like all these different things. And I felt that it was so fucking important because. It focuses so much on how he felt and how we have to regard his emotions because now he is a father. He is a father that has, uh, like his daughter, he has daughters. But then in other scenes, you see him checking out a teenage girl. You see him having some type of intimate relationship that can be regarded as a sexual relationship with a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And then episodes later you have this scene with him and amy adams's character mm-hmm. of like him asking her for forgiveness making it all about him where she's just kind of like it's too little too late like for, like she was literally took the approach of like forget it the whole point is you should have just not done it yeah are we done here exactly and that to <coughs> me is the like his moment there is the equivalent to everything that's happening today and the rhetoric that surrounds it. We're making it all about him and his emotions and now that he is a father and feels some type of remorse for the shitty thing that he's not owning up to and not taking regard like not taking into account the fact that this woman never has never lived a life because of that event. Yeah. And she's not even like, I don't, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to be asked to forgive him. She doesn't want anything. It's just kind of like, you did this, own up to it. Well, not even that, but like, that's why what her testimony, like, she literally has nothing at all to gain from this. She is the ultimate patriot because she's essentially talking about this very serious thing Mm -hmm. that happened to her that she felt was so powerful that it needed to be held in consideration, considering that this man was being is being brought to the to the highest court. Yeah. Is that but does that buzzer mean I'm, I hit the nail? Yep. That's yep. what it is. That was the stud finder. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Found it. Um, and that's what I thought. I mean, I think every woman who watched her testimony and men too, who, you know, I think that's what makes it so moving. Like. You're talking about a man who's like, I went to Yale and I like felt and judged this way on certain issues and I'm a good person, just like whatever this other senator said. Yeah. Lindsey Graham. That guy. Like, he's a good man. He's all these things. But the real patriot here is is her. She has nothing to gain. She has nothing to gain. And she went through all of the right protocols. She has all the right paperwork. She she contacted her congresswoman and like tried to, she has like, no. Yeah, and you would think and that, honestly, considering how credible she is, that she that he would be able to just 
not necessarily like he doesn't want to admit in the public sphere because that would be admitting defeat. Like he would basically mm-hmm. be saying by nomination, it's certainly never going to happen. Yeah. But if he were to say, I don't recall that happening. But if I, but should, but if, but if that's what I did do to you and that's what you've been living with. I am sorry as a man and as a father of daughters and I can't take back my actions. At least say that to, if she's not going to listen because she doesn't need your apology, at least say that to the American people and all these women that you supposedly care about and love and all that. Like, wouldn't you want that for your daughters? Like, right. Wouldn't you want that for your children? Wouldn't you want, like, I know that you think that that your daughters are never going to be placed in that situation, right? Because... You're a judge, and you could very well be a Supreme Court judge, and, like, your children will be more or less protected. But? But every woman, what woman do you know has not been catcalled? Even? Or, like... Like, you have to think, like, even me, like, I take no risks. I, like, I didn't go to parties. I have always been very outspoken about, like, don't look at me, don't touch me, why are you breathing in my general direction? <laughs> like, all these things. Even I have my own stories. You know, like, every fucking woman that you speak with has had some type of shitty moment with a dude or even with another woman. Like, oh, yeah. We have all had a shitty moment where we have been harassed, assaulted, like... Or just not... Or, or just looked at a way you didn't want to be looked even to this day if i wake up so every morning i take leela out mm-hmm. to do her thing and i don't feel the need to have to change out in my pajamas in full mode i don't have to any but it doesn't really matter if i'm in pajama pants or if in my or if i'm wearing like a like a robe or something you could be wearing a burqa right but i'll walk out to the you know to the sidewalk yeah and every morning that i do that there is this giant truck like a cement truck that happens to pass by at the same time that always honks at me every morning that i do that it's gotten to the point where i anticipate it's gonna happen so i just walk her somewhere else because i don't want to start my morning like that and that is a minor thing in in the blip of things that can happen to a woman but that is what happens to women it is exactly what happens to women and it happens to gay men and it happens to transgenders it happens to Everyone. Or like you're running, you're just you're sweating, right? Like you're just trying to get through a fucking workout and people feel the need to honk, to say something, to like anything that they can do that's within their power to make you feel uncomfortable in the most uncomfortable moment you're already having. Yeah. Right? Because like you're in Miami, it's hot. It's humid. Like you're fearing for your safety because, like, where I live, it's a main, it's a main street. Like, it's all these different things. And on top of that, I have to be conscious of like if I, I need to be careful that if someone honks at me, I don't say anything or like flick them off out of fear that they're gonna turn around and maybe hit me, run me over, like any of these things. And like, why do I have to live a life like that? Why do you need to live a life like that? Like, why do any of us need to live a life? And that's like how that? we were. I mean, that's how we were raised. Like, we were raised to understand, not not to like accept that it's going to happen. But I don't. But I know that expect. we were all warned yeah. that it would happen. Yeah, we like, were all warned that we would be the subjects of to this that day. Kind of unwanted. Mom, yeah. Don't wear shorts. 
don't wear tight skirts don't wear a shirt that's too revealing like always have a sweater <laughs> you know like don't even show off your toes like it's all of these different things while also being told like i don't understand why you're cutting your hair off so short you look like a boy you should leave it long because you look prettier it's more womanly you should put on more makeup you should brush your hair like it's we're living in a constant dichotomy yeah right and i know that that's not the same for all people like hopefully our generation is teaching their children like it's doing better for their kids but it's like <clears throat> don't be sexy but be a little bit sexy but know that like if you are sexy someone's going to like invade your your space and they shouldn't be invading your sp- and like don't accept and then it you shouldn't let them invade your space but be careful because you don't know how they're going to react and keep in mind that men are physically a lot stronger than women in a lot of cases. Not all, but in some. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a constant, like, find a way to, like, smile and nod through it so that you can just, like, try to get past the moment as quickly as possible with little danger. Mm-hmm. And it, the truth is, it's, it, like, unless you happen to be a woman, you don't understand what that feels like. Yeah. Or, or rather, if you just happen to be an oppressed, if you happen to be a skinny, if you were a skinny boy all your life, or you were a short boy all your life, that dealt with a lot of other kind. Like yeah. you know, people who, you know, show who who demonstrate a physical weakness. It's like the equivalent of like building your own tough skin, like knowing how to make fun of yourself so other people don't make fun of you. Right, right. It's it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Some are just have a more violent end than others. Yeah. Um, but I'm so I'm so done with fucking with this government right now. Can I just like hit a refresh button? Um, I mean, yeah. That'd be great. You wanna talk about something happy? Sure. Let's talk about friends brunch. Yeah, okay. So we had Geek Girl Brunch on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. I'm so sorry that I keep coughing. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, Imagine if you were farting loudly. I could do both. Yeah, I could do that too. Right now. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time. One at a Such time. Such ladies. I'm spreading my cheeks so I don't have to fart out that loud. I hit my shit. Are you hitting your shin, girl? We have to talk about friends. Let me tell you about Lisette right now. She comes back from a run, right? I get over here so we can record this episode. She comes in looking like... Like... She, she was walking like she had peg legs because her shins are so out of whack and she keeps hitting the one shin against all of the furniture. And she just did it again. With my foot. Oh, with your I foot. I hit it with the other foot. See, that's because you mentioned that you were only doing it on one leg and then fate was like, oh, oh, I you see. Have two of them. <laughs> Pero vaya, man. Anyway, friends, friends. <laughs> My God. So we had, uh, so, so Lisette and the other officers of Geek Girl Brunch Miami put together this incredible brunch to celebrate the greatest sitcom of all time. Fight me. Friends. It was super cute. There were glasses that says, I'll be there for you in like the letters. They gave us, um, Christmas, uh, holiday armadillo stickers and friendship bracelets mm-hmm. that we're both wearing. Well, I am because obviously oh, I just, I I'm the real no. friend. I just put yours on. You didn't even know where you left it. I thought it fell off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Trash. It did fall off, actually. Trash. 
And what else did we get? We got oh. the glasses, more glasses. Oh, the kit. You got Kit Kat bars? Because give me a break. Give me a break. It was real cute. That was a cute. It's oh, nice. a Ross's sandwich. Oh, Ross's sandwich is my personal favorite. So we got uh, Ziploc bags. <laughs> we got... Oh, my God. We crumbled the bread, and then we put the breadcrumbs in the sandwich bag, and then we wrote Ross's sandwich on it. Also, for the other Friends fans out there, I know that the bag did not say Ross's sandwich, but I was not about to write a whole joke on 20 fucking bags. <laughs> All right? Next. What it, else did you guys get? Um, we got um, little cards, like quotes from individual oh, yeah. friends. Yeah, I your got the friend. I got the Phoebe one because Phoebe is definitely my favorite friend. You got Chenandler Bong. I did get Miss Chenandler Bong. Um, what else? What was in there? Na, 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 I think na. that was it. Oh, and the passes to the Pam. Oh shit, that's true. Which was such a good idea. So basically, like there were tickets in there, like. Ross's museum but it was um, for the Perez Art Museum mm-hmm. and each of the passes were equals two um, entries into mm-hmm. the PAM I'm so excited I've actually haven't gone to the PAM <gasps> Get at all it's a good time <coughs> I want to I can't go I, I can't go I mean I can't I can't wait to go so you're not going to use your passes now sorry I was coughing and then like, I missed Jeez. a word and then oh. no I can't wait wait to go I think right now they have a really good exhibit <coughs> But I haven't checked it out. I want to go to the Frost as well. I haven't been to the Science Museum either. Yeah, I want to go to the Frost. I just don't. It's just so expensive. To go but to it's all. worth it. I mean, wouldn't I you know. pay that money if you were stay, if you were going into another city I like Yolo? Mentira. You know you would pay if you were in like some other city and you were like Yolo. I know, but like, how do you not even have a resident discount? Because like, if I go to another city, it makes sense because I'm not a resident of that city. Yeah, but a lot of them don't have resident discounts. Yeah, they do, actually. Not everyone. If you're in a good city, yes. If you're in a shitty one like this one, you don't. <laughs> I don't know, but the one in Seattle? Seattle didn't have one. Oh, whatever. Well, either way, that could be a fun day to just go to both museums. Yeah. And feel very museumed and, and learned and cultured. Mm-hmm. So, all of it. It was a really fun brunch. Everybody wore black and white, like the yes. opening sequence, and then we all brought either yellow, red, or blue umbrellas and took pictures in front of that fountain. I know. I really wanted to get into that fountain yesterday because it was so hot. I'm telling you. We should have done it. Missed opportunities. Don't worry. We'll just do it again. Yeah. But it's only fair. Yeah. But that was a good time and it made me watch a lot of Friends. But I've been watching a lot of Friends even before I remember having this brunch. Yeah. I'm on my second watch through for the year. (laughs) But it's like it's so easy. You know, like. I've seen it so many times that I don't really have to pay attention to it. So it's great background noise for me. Or, like, you wake up, you don't want to, like, go through Netflix or whatever. You just, you click on Friends, pick an episode, go through, go from there, like, do your makeup. <laughs> Wait, friends. give your million-dollar idea. Do you want to tell the folks what your million-dollar idea is? Yes, because it's being recorded, and mm-hmm. if you take it, I'm going to have a motherfucking tank stamp. We got it on a calendar, 2018. With October 1st. <laughs> um... So, Netflix should add a randomizer button, right? Like, if you have a show that has, let's say, like, three or more seasons, Mm. or even, like, two or more seasons, because, like, CW shows are, like, 24 fucking episodes a season, that's 48 right there, that you could just randomize it. You know, you don't always have to, like, watch it chronologically. You could just, boom, turn it on, 
pick it and then it just like randomizes it. I was like, why doesn't that exist? Why can't I shuffle my TV? I don't know, but it seems like an easy fix. Netflix. Y'all can code. If I could code, I would. <laughs> Get it together, guys. Seriously, it would just be so much better. Like, when I'm at my mom's house and I put TBS and Friends is on and it's like on for like two hours, so it's like four episodes. Um, it's all random it's, episodes. Yeah, they're always random episodes. I know, it's a good it's time. Nice. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, look, she has long hair now. Oh, look. I'm getting into that, that time where, like, Rachel has really long hair. Oh, that was a weird time. But, like, really long, right? Yeah, but I feel like it goes from, like... And she's, like, a episode. beach girl. Like, she's super, like, she's super tan. It's, like, that bohemian era. Yeah. Right? When entering the 2000s. Where, like, yeah, where, like, Phoebe's character is, like, clear, like she's clearly bohemian. But then Rachel was, like, the popular girl that was trying to fit into Phoebe's world. Yeah, like, she's... that's how I feel. Yeah. She started doing Pilates. Yeah. And, like drank kombucha once a year or something it's the equivalent to that but i feel that it's like you get to like season five episode five and her hair is kind of long and then it's episode six and it's grown like 30 inches yeah it's really really long but that was the time people would put like weave pieces or whatever like yeah extensions yeah people did extensions all the freaking time i never did me either but i look stupid with long hair I always had long hair. Yeah. So. You should do extensions now. I should. Like, how funny would I look? Like, oh my god. <laughs> It'd be like Brittany 2008. <laughs> when she was, like, growing out her hair after shaving it, and then, like, they started putting the extensions. I struggled so much through that, through that year for her. Yeah. Those extensions. That's pretty rough. Yeah. But anyway. But it she looks great now. No, she's gotten better. Yeah. She has a new face. Mm. Don't we all? No, she has, like, a new face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. But good for her. She's in love. She's a hot boyfriend. <laughs> okay. You want to call it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's call it. This has been a good time, guys. Yeah. Sorry if we were angry. Yeah, you but know. But we have reasons to be angry. And you should be angry, too. Like, be angry. Call your senators. Or, like, at call least, your like, congressmen. slightly upset. Like, there has to be something here that upsets you or that resonates with you. Like... Tell us about it. Talk to us. Join us in our anger and in our fights. <laughs> Help us fuel this the flames that we have. Or at least, you know, like let's talk about it. Let's have let's join in conversation and and at least in our own little bubbles try to make it a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make it livable. And it's October officially, so that means that early voting in Florida starts in twenty one days. Mm-hmm. Which means if you haven't already registered to vote, please go ahead and register to vote and do the voting thing. And the sample ballots are already available for our state. Mm-hmm. So go into vote 411 mm-hmm. and get your sample ballot. I'm sorry, what was that again? Vote 411. Vote 411. Yeah. Not to be confused with 411 paint. No, this is vote 411. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Have a good week, guys. Have a great week. We'll be back again on Friday. Yeah. Friday. We're excited. Eels. Oh, and don't forget, this Wednesday, wear pink. Oh, my God. It's October 3rd. 
Yes. It's the infamous day. Okay. Okay. Now we done. We're done now, right? Yep. Okay, fine. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baby Lambs Podcast. Artwork was provided by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on all of her social medias. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play yeah, yeah. and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.